0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's just about 534. We're back, Stephen, Dave on Rock 102.
1: Hey, it's a Thunderbird Thursday. Tommy Cross, the defenseman from the T-Birds, joins us, and you got your chance to win some stuff.
0: Yeah, I don't know if uh, there's specific stuff yet because I haven't gotten this computer working yet to tell you for sure, but somebody's going to win some Thunderbird stuff. At some point this morning. Nice. How, how specific is that? Pretty cool. Guess what else is going to happen this morning? What, what, uh, what? Judy Matt from the Super Spirit of Springfield is going to be
2: here. She's coming in? Yeah. I got the confirmation email overnight. We're going to be uh, talking to her about the Ukrainian artist. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Sweet.
1: Sweet. Very, very cool. Oh, this so. is a woman I've met before, so I'm looking forward to my second meeting with Judy. Oh, there'll be there'll be many. There'll be food. I to say she brought food last time. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. Bring food which, again.
2: Which backs can enjoy? Oh, I, oh. oh, that's right. He can't enjoy any of that.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sure I could take it. Yeah. A- a day off from my fast. Oh, sure. Yeah, like yeah. I, I, could, I could slow down on the fast.
2: Lifetime on the lips is a... Or once, or a moment on the lips is a lifetime on the hips. Max. But every time you
0: trip, Steve, you just yeah. get right back on the horse and you keep on riding. That's, That's what true. they tell you. Well, Dave and I don't have all the ribs then. Yum. It's uh, 534. We're back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. The Rock 102. Rock, it's 551
1: and Van Halen with Max, Steve, and Dave on Rock 102. Rain, thunderstorms at 85% late afternoon, early evening today. Highs in the 70s. Hollywood Trash is brought to
0: you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well, through the pump, and into the house.
3: Somehow you... Still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, three thousand miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood trash. All right. So yesterday I
2: told you about Kim Kardashian and her uh, her kid uh, finding somebody. I don't even know how it happened. The kid's playing Roblox, this game. Okay. And then there's an ad for the tape somewhere within the game. You know, people can make whatever they want. An you ad know, for the Kim Kardashian tape. An ad for the Kim Kardashian tape. And, right. And then the kid starts asking questions, and then she's freaking out about it. And she says, uh, obviously I'm freaking out, and I talked to my lawyer about suing. I have four kids. I can't go through this again. This was like 20 years ago. I'm not going through this again.
0: Hmm. Um. Uh, maybe she should have thought about that before there was a sex tape with Ray J for yeah, 39.95 dollars 95 on yeah U-porn. And she goes. I know the right attorneys
2: this time. I know exactly what to do this time. I have all the time, all the money, and all the resources to burn them all to the ground. Yeah, last time she had to have her father. Yeah, kind of flimsy lawyer. That guy didn't know any lawyers. He's he's not available right now. Uh, but then Chloe, Kardashian put it all in perspective. Don't we? Didn't we deal with this on the first season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians? This I have is a no idea. This is a good omen, you guys, talking about your sex tape in the first season. I feel like
1: we're back to day one. Dave, how did you deal with things when your first uh, sex tape came out? Um, It was only on beta, so there's really no evidence of it anymore because people can't wow. play it. Well, that's you know? what
2: you think. There's plenty of beta tip players out well, there. Yeah,
1: you, can, you can transfer from
0: one format to uh-huh. another. Do
1: you guys watch any single Kardashian episode ever? I've never seen it. Ever. Um, yeah, I've watched yes. uh, plenty of it. Have you? It's, uh, it's why? Awful. Why? Because you got to keep up. Yeah, you got to <laughs> keep up with them. I see what you did there, but seriously, why? Why? Again, have, you, have you seen it back Yes, ago? of course. Yes. <laughs> are you kidding me? Um, uh,
2: oh, horrible. O- Olympic champion Bruce Jenner heading uh, mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. up the wall, and then he was Caitlyn after he, the end. Listen, He's... I
1: celebrate all the Kardashians. It's people have meaningless lives that are on display. Yeah, and that's why yeah. uh, I'm watching them. I guess that's why people listen to us, too.
2: Okay, I get it. But she doesn't. Uh, she doesn't realize that that tape is the thing that made her career. You could, t- if you took that out of there, it would have been a lot harder for oh, her to
0: build a, an empire. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Steve. I mean, there's so much talent bursting from that family. You have to mm-hmm. wonder. You know, wouldn't they have found fame and fortune just based on their endless bountiful talents? And uh, between the lawyers and the
2: boyfriends, it's all that whole family is about getting men off.
1: Ah, I see what you mean. Yeah, because you, know, I
2: get uh, you know, they got OJ
0: off, you know mm-hmm. the, the right, dad, yeah. right? He off the guy. Uh, Brit- his, his ex-wife,
2: uh, Britney Spears and Justin Timberlake haven't been a couple for twenty years, but the press still won't let it go, and I'm sure it's maddening to both of them. On Monday night, a paparazzi caught Justin and a friend walking in, uh, taking a walk in Beverly Hills, and said, "Quote: Britney Spears just announced that she's pregnant with their third baby." But before he could even finish his sentence, Justin waved him off and said, "Stop, go away." Then, as he and his friend were entering a building, he playfully stomped his feet and said, quote, he's got me stomping, stomping my feet and stuff. A lot of people are uh, dragging Justin for a copping an attitude instead of just wishing Brittany and her boyfriend well. I-, I don't agree with that. If you're walking down the street and somebody's like pestering you eh, and he says, stop, go away, yeah. that should
0: be the end of the conversation. I would uh, hate to be judged on any of the girls I dated in high school. I know. Many years ago.
2: <laughs> Actually, they'd be more embarrassed to talk about you being the boyfriend. Well, there are very
0: few of them yeah, going to yeah. be
2: honest. Uh, a lot of people are dragging. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. oh Some some have even pointed out that Kevin Federline did just that. You know, not wishing the, her and the boyfriend well. Uh, showing more class than Justin did. It's always been the case. You know, when somebody tells you that Kevin Federline has more class than you... You really got to think about your life choices. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Molly Shannon was trying to break into showbiz, she signed with Gary Coleman's agent. Then she met with him, and he sexually harassed her. Molly said he was jumping all over her, trying to kiss her, and grabbing onto her leg before she finally escaped.
0: I heard the uh, I heard the interview where she's describing this, and uh, Gary was a little relentless horn dog. Yeah, he like was. he would not let her. He would not let her go, and he, he was jumping on the bed and then you know, <laughs> like like diving on top of her. Yeah. yeah, he's a little Gary Coleman. He's like what is it, like he's like twenty five pounds, a uh, two foot nothing. Well, he wasn't sexually assaulting him. No, no, no. Yeah. But she, he was trying pretty hard to yeah take
2: well, it to her. She finally got away and locked herself in the bathroom, and Gary stuck his hands under the door and said, "I can see you, silly Billy." <laughs> Ugh. Uh, She finally escaped and told the agent he needed to keep a closer eye on Gary, but she still wishes she stood up for herself
0: more. And here we are thinking that Dana Plato was the craziest of those kids. No, she
2: was actually the smartest one. She was the one trying to uh, self-medicate herself from all the crap that was going on in a set of different strokes. No kidding. And Conrad Bain ever did a couple of lines with them?
0: (laughs) You're not talking about lines in the script, right? No, no, no.
2: (laughs) Uh, Danny DeVito likes his penguin better than Colin Farrell's, but mainly because he liked the style of the Tim Burton movie he was in more. Quote, I like the whimsical, the operatic. That makes me smile.
1: Well, plus Danny DeVito just looks like a better penguin. Back to the Burgess Meredith days, the TV show. Well, Danny DeVito himself looks like an actual penguin. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. But Burgess Meredith, though, didn't. They both were kind of small, squat. Yeah, whereas yeah. Colin Farrell, he doesn't look like a penguin to me. I don't know. Yeah,
0: we're taking we've taken Batman too seriously. I saw a video yesterday where uh, he where, where uh, Adam West and uh, Caesar Romero mm-hmm. are are uh, are surfing. Right? Yes, I've seen that one. <laughs> and Batman is in his uh, you know Batman costume, uh, you know from head to
1: toe, but he's also wearing these big yellow swim trunks on top of it. I think that was from the Batman movie back in 1966, if I'm not mistaken. That could be. Yeah. But nevertheless, Batman was wearing swim trunks.
0: Well, freaking genius. Because, you know, you wouldn't want to get exposed with the wetness.
2: You wouldn't want to get those tights all wet. That's right. That's what happens. Leaves nothing to the imagination. And that is your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Join the T Birds on Friday,
4: April. 4th. <laughs>
3: And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store.
0: Hey! Good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you may know, tomorrow afternoon is the Red Sox home opener at fan-friendly Fenway Park against the Minnesota Twins. After winning only half of their season-opening road games, not including their opening day postponement against the Yankees, it's officially time to cut the crap and get home. And while Fenway Park has been sitting on Lansdowne Street for the last 110 years, there are some upgrades to the old place that you might want to be aware of before you show up. For example, you should be aware that uh that in an effort to reduce deadly carbon emissions the ballpark which sits just a few dozen yards away from the highly congested massachusetts turnpike will be going green and cashless this season as a way of transforming a building that once housed the most unsanitary bathroom facilities in baseball thanks to more than 400 million dollars of improvements you'll be able to enjoy changes to the concession areas which would include touchscreen ordering uh, in conveniently placed locations You may also order from the convenience of your own seat. They've even added some new food items to the menu that'll make your peanuts and Cracker Jack look like something that only old people would munch on. Now, fans can enjoy the Fenway Fluffinutter Fries or the Jalapeno Cheeto Crusted Fenway Franks and the mouth-watering Plantanos Maduros, which is a delightful snack of deep-fried sweetened plantains. Now, doesn't that sound delicious? Personally, I was more satisfied with a couple of Fenway Franks that have been soaking in their natural juices since uh, Bob Stanley's rookie season. But it's nice to know that the Red Sox are looking to be environmentally conscious. But unless you're going to add a screw-top lid and a giant filtration system with a high-end air purifier, you're still going to be sitting largely outside in the middle of Boston in the middle of summer. And that can't be healthy for anybody, no matter how many deep-fried plantains I order. But hey, of my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Clark and Kensington is the house brand paint at Rocky's Ace Hardware. Paint and primer all in one. Does it actually work? Oh, yeah. Works great. Saves a lot of time and money, too. Got a painting project at Clark and Kensington today. The house brand paint at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from... Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 6-12 with Def Leppard with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102.
1: Rain, 85%. Later on today, maybe some heavy thunderstorms, but highs in the high 70s today, which is pretty cool. Uh, Red Sox hosting Minnesota tomorrow afternoon. Sox not playing today. I know you covered that in your view from the couch.
0: Well, what I, what I talked about is uh, Fenway is now, well, the Red Sox have... Uh, basically spent $400 million in upgrades to Fenway Park. Nice. Now, these things include uh, different kinds of concessions. You can order from your seat. Mm -hmm. They've got these touchpad uh, kiosks throughout the place. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's new food, but they're trying to... They're trying to go green. They're trying to uh, you know make sure that everything is uh, operating in, a, in an environmentally conscious fashion. Well, we got the green monster is environmentally conscious, I they're, guess, right? They're going cashless. So you don't bring your cash. Nice. You, you bring your credit card. Or Safer. Your, yeah, exactly. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, who needs that? And of course, you know, it is the, like I said, they're trying very hard to be environmentally conscious and, and go green. A baseball stadium that is literally yards away from a highly congested Massachusetts turnpike that just.
1: <laughs> goes right behind wow. it. I, I love Fenway. By the way, I, the only thing I don't like about Fenway is the seating. For you know, I'm six two. it's kind of cramped. Those seats are kind of small. That's yeah. the only thing I would like to see improved somehow. But I don't know how they could do that. The place is a dump. They need oh, to knock it down. Come on, Stop, Steve. Steve, you know
2: on.
0: that's the kind of uh, attitude I would expect from a Yankee fan. <laughs>
2: Well, but I'm I'm just talking in general about you know buildings and structures
0: that eventually get knocked down to the ground no! because yes, no! well listen, four hundred million dollars worth of upgrades. You know, I mean, back in the day when you go to the bathroom at Fenway Park, you're basically hanging it out in a, in a trough with yeah. a bunch of bunch of dudes. They mm-hmm. don't have that anymore. You know, it, you go into Fenway now, it's like a brand new building, four hundred million dollars. A lot of paint, a lot of upgrades, uh, maybe some uh, some carpets, some throw pillows, yeah. some potted yeah. plants. Yeah, you get the whole thing looking beautiful. You would never even know that it's 110 years old.
2: 390 million of that is it? You say 400 million? 400 million. 390 million of that was paint. That's that's what they did. They don't do any. It's not like. You know, they add more seats. They keep adding more seats. Well, how many more seats can you add to that damn place? Well, I don't. Know. They
1: could keep building. They would add seats on top of the Green Monster years ago. You could yeah. Keep, yeah. Keep, keep building up and up till the Citgo now, sign was in. Invi- you couldn't see the Citgo and, sign anymore. I and mean, that would be that would be ruining the view anyway. So yeah. you might as well knock it down and
0: put something else up. You see, Dave, here's here's the problem. Mm-hmm. There are many people in Western Massachusetts, and I don't know where they come off. Uh, who, who are uh, who are fans of the Yankees? Mm-hmm. I can in my, in my head. I, I can't even imagine I how agree that's even you. possible. I agree with you. However, yes. Um, you know the Yankees have got themselves a relatively new stadium. When did they move into that uh, that new one? Uh, two thousand nine. Is that what it was? Yeah, that was the first season in that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, now they're about uh, at that point where they need to knock that one down, and hopefully the team will still be in it when it happens. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, you see what I just did I there? I kind of
0: turned yeah. the tables a little bit.
1: Well, you know, My grandfather was a big Yankees fan. Grew up in southern Connecticut in, I'm his, sorry? in his house. Said, I'm sorry? My grandfather was a big Yankees fan. No, I'm just saying I'm sorry. <laughs> he used to deliver sandwiches to the hotel where the Yankees stayed yeah. during the season. He delivered sandwiches to Babe Ruth and <laughs> Lou Gehrig. And still, so he's a big Yankees fan. So I grew up under my grandfather's roof, and yet I'm not a Yankees fan. And not only that. When I lived in Boston, I took my grandfather to a Red Sox-Yankees game at Fenway. Yeah, and he was able to appre- even though is a longtime Yankees fan, he was able to appreciate Fenway Park. Listen,
0: I've been to—we talked about this uh, just before we went on the air here. Uh, I've been to Rayleigh, I've been to the old Comiskey, mm-hmm. and uh, those, and uh, the the County Stadium in M- Milwaukee. Although that was not really a classic. That was that was that was a, a very boring uh, place to watch a game. Except, However, for Bernie, new-
1: except for Bernie the Brewer sliding down the slide, yeah.
0: But you know, I mean, they're all dumps. Mm-hmm. They're all all the old ones are are kind of crappy, which but, is why a lot of them make new ones. Yes, but there is still something. Wonderful about a place that's been around so, since the beginning of time, like a like a like a Wrigley. So yes. why wouldn't you be able to build something else with the infrastructure
2: of some of the things that were in the old park? You take, uh, well, I don't know, like uh, some of the, the steel beams inside. We we all have, Most of the steel beams
1: we use to construct this uh, thing where it came from the old stadium. Well, and then you could also replicate the green yeah. monster. Yeah. I see where you're and, going with and, that. But, but the problem, I think, in Boston is there's not enough real estate around that stadium listen, to do they, that.
2: They got money. They can find some place to put another stadium in there. And you could make a ton of money by selling off pieces of the stadium. You think about it. There was it thirty-eight thousand seats at that ballpark? Right. Right. Yeah. Thirty-eight thousand seats. You sell each of them for twenty thousand dollars a piece. What? I bet you could do it. Yeah, I bet you you there, could find 38,000 people willing to shell out 20 grand a piece for one of those seats as a piece of history and Americana and blah blah blah. Well,
0: I listen, uh you know, I'm sure that's true. People would uh, would buy chunks of Fenway yeah, Park. They, they would to. sell concrete chunks. Yeah, but I got to tell you um to just eliminate it. You know, it, it basically ignores all the history, all the the celebration and heartache that went into that building. Not like in a, in a case like Wrigley, you couldn't just tear that down and rebuild that somewhere else. Nope. Part of the appeal of Wrigley is
1: you got those apartments... On Waveland Avenue. On Waveland Avenue, and yep. you can watch the game from your from your window. Right across the street from the left field wall. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Some, some of the home uh, runs even go
0: over there. I don't live there. I wouldn't be able to see the game from up there. Listen, the most important upgrade that Fenway has ever done were those bathrooms. Mm. Those were completely unsanitary and disgusting. <laughs> when they changed those, it was like, to me, it was like, ah, oh, now we finally have zoomed up to the 19th yeah. century. But nevertheless, you know, they're talking about things now where, you know, I I don't have to spend any cash. You know, there's like there's new bar areas. There's new concession areas you can order from your from your seat. I mean, these are the kinds of things that you would get if you were to knock it down and build a new stadium. So essentially, there's a lot of new stuff in there that fans have never seen before. There's even advertising on the on deck circles now. That's never been done. Fantastic. So they're making so they're making money no matter what. Mm-hmm. Red Sox aren't losing their shirt. No, on they could make a lot more if they
2: just sold that place off piece by piece. They did that with Yankees, the old Yankee Stadium, uh, the one that wasn't torn down in 08. Yeah, I went to one of the last games there at at Yankee Stadium. Uh, it was like on a bus tour mm-hmm. or a bus trip thing with, with a bunch of other people. Yep. Sure, some people I knew, but most of the people I didn't. Well, one of the guys on the bus. Wound up getting arrested because he tried to steal like some sort of like sewer cover from the bathroom of Yankee Stadium. It was like in yeah. one of those pipe covers. Yeah. Well, see, that
1: would never happen to a Red Sox fan. You would never do that.
2: Uh, yes. It, oh yeah, we would. Yes, <laughs> yes, we yeah, we would. would. Yeah. Uh, you know. So then the guy gets arrested. I don't even know what happened to him. We the bus left without him. Like it's not like they're gonna wait around at the uh, New York City Police Department <laughs> waiting for this good. guy to get bailed out. Yep. Yeah. But uh, that's what I'm saying. Like that's what people want. People want that stuff, and they'd be willing to pay for it. They wouldn't be willing to steal it. Well, they would be willing to steal it. But I'm just saying that like you could get people to pay for pieces of that stuff. You could sell. You could make a billion dollars
0: just taking away all that stuff and selling it as memorabilia. Well, it used to. I think at one point they sold pieces of the Green Monster mm-hmm. yes. before they replaced it. And so you, I mean, there are plenty of people who've got it like in a in a plaque. It's like. It's like a two-inch by two-inch piece mm-hmm. of the of the green monster. I mean, they do that that kind of thing. But, I, you know, listen, this is... To me, there's such history involved in this building. What? It's such an iconic part of the city of Boston and all of Massachusetts mm-hmm. that it's inconceivable to me that we would ever have a real serious discussion about... Inconceivable! Inconceivable about, le- inconceivable about le- you know, leveling it and mm-hmm. building a new
5: one.
2: Le- all right, let's just say uh for all people who live in tents and all the porpoises in the sea okay uh, uh porpoises whatever <laughs> uh th- that let's just say uh, like a terrorist attack mm-hmm. or sure. something something happened where the building like, the whole structure blew up would you build the exact same thing in the exact same footprint or would you do like a world trade center thing where they said you know what we're scrapping the whole project we're going to build this brand new symbolic design, in my
0: opinion. I would like to see an exact duplicate.
2: Yes, I Why? would yes. Why? Why not? The seats are so... I mean, it, it, like you can't even sit down in those damn Well, things. you can make the
1: seats larger and still have an exact... Can you, though?
2: Of- because that's how they've been adding seats over the years. They've been shortening up some of the other seats that they have in order mm-hmm. to make room for the other seats. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. And just charge a little more for each ticket, I guess. Well, I don't I mean, know. have already done, it's, done that. It's, it's not a comfortable place to
0: watch a game, no. and I'm not even talking about the game on the field. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. I mean, I've uh, sat in those seats. My legs got cramped yeah. and uh even I had the s- good seats are cramped yes i've even had to sit like uh sideways <laughs> to get my large buttocks into one of those into those box seats but you know what there's nothing like getting
2: crap faced in the middle of the game and singing sweet caroline in unison with thirty-seven thousand other bastards
0: it's nice to hear you finally talking sense <laughs> oh
2: yeah <laughs> now
0: apparently you're finally coming to yeah. coming to grips with
2: it now yeah. let me give that calvin Hobbes sticker with him <laughs> urinating
0: on a yankee symbol that'd
2: be funny and
1: as bad as you think that neil diamond classic is during ball games at fenway it's not nearly as bad as sinatra in yankee stadium no I'm that's sorry. new york new york I that's know. the way it's supposed to be I what know. the hell
2: does neil diamond have to do with fenway park <laughs> Just a better tune. That's Neil all i Neil Diamond's saying. a hack. What? <laughs> yeah. What? He's a hack. That's another argument. What? Yeah. Neil Diamond a yeah. hack? I am. I said Neil Diamond is a hack.
0: Listen, you make fun <laughs> of Neil Diamond, you're making fun of me. And I will not put up with that kind of uh, that kind of disrespect to the great Neil Diamond. What do, what do Bax and Neil Diamond have in common? Hmm.
2: I
1: don't what? know. They both suck.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God, look at the time. Yeah, it's 6.23 that, yeah. with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102.
1: What a special time it
0: is. for
2: Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock, and a piece of garbage by the Red Hot Chili Peppers.
0: You know what, uh, Steve? I'm not going to have you uh, badmouth that song either. Any more than I would have you badmouth Sweet Caroline from Mr. Neil Diamond. Attaboy, I Max. don't know. I
2: don't Attaboy. know if I can stand either one of these. <laughs> all right, all right. Where it we, be we begin? Begin? See, he's singing along. I can begin to know it. Please play this song at a ball game with 38,000 drunken people.
0: <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. You want to
2: feel gay, you can sing in unison. Okay, listen. To uh, this
0: what, you don't
1: sing in unison to New York, New York at Yankees games? No, nobody does that.
2: <laughs> you
0: ever been to a Yankee game? Then really everyone singing the right key. And...
2: Jobs with hands, hands. <laughs> stroking me. Okay, listen.
3: Hey, I'm uh, you, touching you, hands. yeah. This song song's small.
0: Okay, ba, ba, ba. hey, uh, listen. Today I learned is brought to you by Cary Rom Hyundai. Today you can learn how Gary will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. And now it's time for
2: Today I
0: learned
2: with back Stephen Dave and Neil Neil Diamond (laughs) Diamond on Rock 102. Uh, Today I learned that uh, the IRS is going to start taxing certain money transfer app users. No kidding. Anything over $600. So next time you pay your dog walker or your house sitter or your babysitter or anything like that, once you reach the threshold, of the 600 bucks, which would probably
0: be in today's rates, uh, like two days. So it's like $600 for the year or $600 per payment? $600 per person.
5: Yeah. So if I mm-hmm. gave
2: you $600 or more, we would have to talk to the IRS and we, they want their fair share of taxes. Can I have $600? No, you can't have six hundred dollars. But uh, think about all the things you pay for. If you you pay like mm-hmm. uh, like I said, if you pay like a dog walker or maybe um, somebody babysitting your kids,
0: you know what about a house cleaner,
2: a, a governess? Yes. Any of those things that you use Venmo, Zelle, or PayPal for, you're going to want to pay close attention to your accounts starting next year. Okay. Hi. How much would you tip a chambermaid? Well, how much do you normally tip a uh, tip a chambermaid? 10 ten 20 12, bucks 20 bucks yeah uh but yeah that sucks uh. that, that's awful why is the threat with inflation going up as so much it is why is the threshold of that six hundred dollars still six hundred dollars shouldn't it be like two thousand dollars uh it should be but the
0: IRS likes it's uh, it's it likes to lowball well that
2: is today I learned and I'm not happy about it
0: <laughs> a
2: lot
1: of people gonna be upset. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock One Hundred Two. Coming up next in the news: How much is too much when it comes to embezzling from a local company? We'll find out. Stay with us.
0: Six thirty-six. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock One Hundred Two. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether
1: you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So, the former comptroller of a Chicopee metal stamping company—is everything bad happening in Chicopee? You got the school superintendent thing. And now you got this. Uh, this is a this is a
2: long time uh, a disaster in the making. I it believe in
1: Chickabee they call this uh Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, in this case it was yesterday, a Wednesday, when this guy admitted that he embezzled more than one point four million dollars from the Chickabee metal stamping company where he worked. Damn. Gerald Burke is thirty six. He's of West Springfield, he pled guilty. In US District Court in Springfield, to eight counts of bank fraud, two counts of mail fraud, and three counts of filing a false tax return. $1.4 million. Like, if you're going to embezzle, maybe you stop at, I don't know, seventy three grand. Mm, you can't, yeah. though.
2: That's the problem. You get so greedy, and it just makes it, oh, this is so easy.
0: You ever have uh, someone bring to you uh, or to the office a coffee cake? Mm hmm. And you say, "Oh, I'm just gonna have, I'm just gonna have a, a sliver. That's, right. that's all I want. Just, I just, oh, just a little, little taste. Just a little taste of coffee. And then, say, like 20 <laughs> minutes later, mm-hmm. you have now eaten half of the coffee cake, but
1: in little chunks. And that doesn't count because you're yes. only eating little chunks at a time.
0: But you yep. see, it does count because yep.
1: it it adds up to
0: half the coffee mm-hmm. cake. Yeah. it's really no different than embezzlement. You try a, you know, like a, just a little bit, just to see if you can get away with it. And then you realize, hmm, that was pretty good." You keep on going mm-hmm. until all of a sudden, like Steve says, you've gotten now too greedy and you've eaten half the coffee cake because you think if you're doing it in little increments, no one's going to notice. But then all of a sudden, here we are. We're a out of cake. You know what, though? If you're going to go to jail,
1: a million dollars is probably going to be worth it. Well, not going to take it with you. So here's how investigators learned that Gerald Burke was doing wrong stuff. He had authorized additional payroll payments to himself. He had written checks to himself Mm -hmm. and his credit card company from the company account. He had been doing this for seven years, starting in October of 2011. Damn. Yeah. He could face up to 30 years in prison on the bank fraud charge alone, up to 20 years in prison on the charge of mail fraud, Mm. and an extra three. For filing a false tax return.
0: See, this is the difference between a guy like that Mm -hmm. and a guy like me. Like, you know, here's a guy who comes up with this scheme and thinks if I I write checks to myself, Mm -hmm. that'll work out. Right. Nobody's going to know. Right. Whereas a guy like me, I would never do that. I'd be too focused on the coffee cake that's upstairs in the kitchen. (laughs) Right. Well, this guy was
1: the comptroller again, so he had his fingers on all the money. Right. But I'm... I want to get my fingers on all the coffee. Cans. I see what you. I see what you mean. Well, you know, we're going to have some food later on today. So uh, this guy faces more than on top of everything else. On top of all the prison stuff, he faces more than 1.5 million in possible fines. So I don't think the 1.4 million that he embezzled, Steve, is going anywhere. When you're going to have no. to pay all that back plus an additional 1.5 million dollars in fines. This guy's done.
0: Yeah. Well, if you're if you're set up in prison for what would wind up be what 80, 90 years or so? Yeah. Yeah. Very unlikely he's going to pay much of that back.
1: Well, it's a lot of cigarettes in the joint. It's a lot probably, of cigarettes, right? It's a lot
0: of making of uh mm-hmm. of license sure. plates or folding laundry. Mm-hmm.
1: Not saying it can't be done, but it's going to be a tough row. They only make like 20 cents an hour. It's going to take a long time. It's going to take a long time. <laughs> That's <laughs> That's long time, what I'm saying. In East Hampton, the mayor, Nicole LaChapelle has apologized after making a racially insensitive remark to members of the East Hampton High School award-winning civics competition team. What'd she say? She told a student of color, quote, you don't have a white voice, end quote.
2: Wow! That is so surprising coming from somebody like her. She seems to be like, you know, the... uh, I don't know, You're uh, typical uh, astute, uh, yeah. I'm never going to say anything un- uncouth to yeah. anybody kind of person.
1: Liberal, perhaps, as well, so that you'd be in yeah. touch with those things that you were supposed to yeah. avoid. Well, yep. just because you're a liberal
0: doesn't mean you uh, <laughs> are sensitive to things. No, but, true. Yeah, but when it comes to the astute, if you
1: take out the toot, you're left with an ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a good point.
0: I, I, I'm really surprised
2: that she said something like that.
1: Well, she explained it away this way. Yeah. Ms. LaChapelle said, quote, I made the comments that I had intended to motivate students of color. However, Mm. the statements had the opposite effect, and I apologize.
0: Uh, good luck with all of that.
2: Listen, uh, we're planning a town trip to the Civil Rights Museum. So everybody wants to sign up uh, make sure the uh, the people of color are in the back and uh, the white oh people are up God. front.
0: I mean honestly, I mean, in, in 2022, are you not careful enough yeah, right? with the words you choose? I mean, I realize, you know, there are certain, you know, colloquial uh you know, phrases that that have <laughs> you know, yeah. dismissive and and insensitive meanings that sometimes come out but i don't i even even i i can't even imagine what in her head she was really thinking even it's, with that explanation excuse me son your water fountain is down the hall <laughs> yeah see that should never ever be said <laughs>
2: I, ever. Ju- I, I that's why i'm saying it's so surprising to hear it coming from her you well, know
1: maybe she was coached by this guy
3: a woman for me is Handling your own, but knowing how to cater to a man's needs, right? There he is. Yeah, I don't know.
1: She got taught by Cam Newton, perhaps. I
3: I don't think think so.
0: Yeah, I don't (laughs) don't think so. She was probably more taught by like Jimmy the Greek Snyder, perhaps. (laughs) Yeah, right. A marred shot, perhaps.
1: (laughs) Meantime, in Springfield, a city man there charged with uh, killing a 29-year-old resident, Jerry Ramos, 26 years old, arrested... 8.30 Wednesday morning on a warrant charging him with murder, carrying a loaded firearm without a license, and armed robbery with a firearm. All according to Ryan Walsh, the police spokesman. Ramos charged in connection with the death of Jorge Rivera Ortiz of Springfield, who was found dead back in late January in a car parked near the intersection of Pinevale and Essex streets in the Indian Orchard section of the city. So Jerry Ramos also heading to jail. The fines that guy's going to get on his car. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, I don't think that's really the top uh, priority
1: for him right now. But it's a consequence. <laughs> it is a key right about that. <laughs> and a Westford man who worked as a pharmacy tech sentenced to uh, six to eight years in state prison for trafficking narcotics, methamphetamine, Adderall, and others. This, according to the Middlesex DA's office, Mark Garcia, 35 of Westford, pled guilty to multiple drug trafficking charges yesterday.
2: A lot of trafficking in drugs these days. Yeah. yeah,
1: right. Well, you know, you got to be careful at a pharmacy as well. Where, this is Medford or Westford. We- Westford. Westford's a nice town. Is, is it? there like a yeah? It's a real nice town.
2: Google Maps for drug trafficking. Is there like a thing? Well, if you leave now, <laughs> yeah, you I can think, make the buy <laughs> by five forty-five p.m. I think uh-huh.
0: there's a special app that combines yeah. uh, a GPS technology with a Find My Friends, like Waze. Dazed. Yes. Dazed. It's called dazed because you're high. I like it. Yeah.
2: And they're like, okay, make sure uh, you have something wrong with your vehicle when you get into it so you'll be... (laughs) pulled over by police in no time somewhere around the i-84 Sturbridge area mm-hmm. that's uh, usually where they like to pick these folks up <laughs> or maybe coming up a 91 down north uh, right, right over the right. vermont well border. in this case
0: for westford it'd be like 495 well, 495 yeah, you're going to right. new hampshire yeah
1: 644 with back steve and dave coming up next in the mass hat a brand new theory on the loch ness monster you're going to want to hear it straight ahead on rock 102 hey Rock
0: 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 651 and Jimi Hendrix with back Steve and Dave in Rock 102.
2: Going to be uh, mostly cloudy but warm today, a high of 80, uh, maybe a chance of a shower throughout the Pioneer Valley this afternoon, uh, but tomorrow sunny and a high of 70. It is 52 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Tomorrow you will get a chance to hang out with Steve Nagel, that's you, and the Rock 102 road crew uh, at a White Line Brewing in Springfield. Uh, you'll be there with tons of prizes, your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Santana at Mohegan Sun Arena and or tickets to the Springfield Thunderbirds. And today happens to be a Thunderbird Thursday. We'll give away another pair of tickets later on this morning. It's uh, tomorrow, 5 to 7, the White Line Brewing, uh, 1500 Main Street in Springfield with Steve Nagel and the road crew from Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock.
3: Time for Rock 102 to recognize another mass hat. Going below and beyond other humans in the pursuit of stupidity, incompetence, and embarrassment.
2: If you want to crown
5: them, then crown their ass.
3: Here's today's mass hat.
1: Actually, two of them, these two guys kind of go hand in hand or hand in other body part, as you'll learn. A professor who works for the Department of Molecular Ecology at the University of Derby in England. He's got an outlandish theory that could explain why there have been multiple failed attempts in tracking down the Loch Ness Monster. Okay. Michael Sweet insists that the myth stems from what travelers and explorers drew decades ago. He claims that the drawings of all those, quote, tentacled and alien-esque creatures could simply be a whale's penis. During mating sessions. A whale's penis. That would explain the Loch Ness Monster. Except,
0: what would a whale be doing in the Loch Ness? Isn't that, if I'm not mistaken, a freshwater body of uh, water? I think so. All right. I You're don't know. What, what whale, freshwater whales.
1: could A whale couldn't exist in freshwater? I don't think so.
0: Hmm. Um...
2: I have a name for this thing, but I can't say it. So I don't
1: know what you want me to say. <laughs> Wait, for what thing do you have a name for? For the uh, for the uh, body uh, part or for the theory? What, uh, what it would
2: be uh, a derivative of uh, a Loch Ness monster? I see what but, you're going. Uh, in. Yeah, it's, it's, a, a rhyming
1: a rhyming word? Something that rhymes with lock? Okay. Yeah.
0: I, I still don't know what you're talking a
1: about. Block, a uh, block
2: a block Ness
1: monster uh, sock.
2: A doodle doo, if you will. I don't. I still am. I'm still not getting a it. classic so rock the, It would monster. be the
1: blankness
2: monster. Uh-huh. Uh
1: huh. Yeah, nope. I just nope. I can't. Uh, the dock. The dockness monster. Well, no. could, could you write it down on an
0: index card or something? Or? No, I don't have a pen. You don't. Oh, okay. All right. Well, well, well they have these little signs, yeah, that tell well, you then,
2: what <laughs> to do. <yeah. laughs> well, then, I you, do. I have little signs that say turn this on and turn this on. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah. And yet you don't have anything that's going to give you an idea of what you're talking about. Well, you know, I, I just explained it to you. If you can't figure it out, then that's your problem. Well, I'm waiting for you to be a little bit more clear. I can't be clear. I'm
2: being
1: cryptic. A shock, Ness Monster. I'm be- yes, shockness. That's it, Dave. Okay. You got it. Congratulations. <laughs> and the story that goes hand-in-hand hand with this one, a 20-year-old guy in Switzerland suffering a rare lung injury mm-hmm. while pleasuring himself. All right. He experienced chest pains and severe shortness of breath and went to the hospital. Apparently what happened is a pocket of air while he was pleasuring himself in bed yeah. leaked from his lungs, lodged in his rib cage, and then started spreading around his body and even up to his skull. All right, listen, if, you, if you're if you doing that <laughs> yes. and, and you lose the
0: ability to breathe, <laughs> you might want to lighten up in the grip. Or maybe, Just my guess. Or maybe work out a little bit? Maybe. I don't yeah. know. I, what are you doing to yourself during <laughs> I mean, this thing? I, mean, I, know, <laughs> I
1: know it's a, it's a form of self-abuse, but you're
0: kicking the crap out of
1: yourself. <laughs> he spent one night in the ICU. ICU, t- too. <laughs> and that's And that's <laughs> why I'm doing what I'm doing. Right. The, tr- the treatment worked after he spent three days in the hospital. Doctors saying this kind of thing can happen during rigorous exercise or violent coughing fits or even while pleasuring yourself. And it has occurred during sex before, but as I'm quoting here from the article, it's the first known case of it happening, quote, during solo mode, end quote.
2: Solo mode. Solo mode. (laughs)
1: Is yeah, that,
0: all right. Isn't that um, a character
1: in Star Wars or something? Or, that's you know, uh, no. that's Han Solo. Han <laughs> yeah. Solo.
4: I see. Okay, I yeah, got gotcha. you.
2: That, that's uh, well, you gotta rub the button every once in a while, you know. <laughs> I, I don't. I can't imagine getting injured from something like that. Hey, maybe you
1: haven't uh, done it hard enough. Who knows? Well, well, he's had
2: his chances. Let's put that. <laughs> oh, I get my arm cardio in three times a week <laughs> yeah. at least, uh, but I've never had a thing where I had to gasp for air. So bad that it got stuck in my body. It could happen. That's yeah. all I'm saying.
1: It could happen.
2: What were you doing? I was draining
0: the love spuds.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, was he trying to be like uh, the former lead singer of NXS? Or was he trying to do that? Michael Hutchins? Who, yeah.
1: yeah that, is that how he went? Well, I mean, that's the rumor. Not so quietly. Yeah. Self asphyxiation. Is that what that ex- was? Yes. Mm. Right. I don't know. That's a good question.
2: You know, foreskin jogging is a great way to stay in shape.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next, we'll move from that cardio to more sports in the 102 Second Sports on Rock 102 Straight In. following takes place between 7 a.m.
4: and 8 a.m.
1: It is 7.01 on Rock 102. The weather today, rain and thunderstorms at about 85% for late afternoon into early evening highs in the high 70s, maybe even 80 today. The weather is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well, through the pump, and into the house. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Hockey. Your Thunderbirds falling to the Syracuse Crunch last night, 4-2. to The T-Birds hosting the Charlotte Checkers tomorrow night and Saturday night at the Mass Mutual Center. We will have T-Birds defenseman Tommy Cross joining us in the 8 a.m. hour to talk hockey and more. Bruins hosting Ottawa tonight at 7. You can hear it on our sister station, Laser 98.5. The Bruins will also be hosting the next winter classic game outdoors at Fenway January 2nd 2023 against the Pittsburgh Penguins in basketball the Celtics will be hosting game one of their playoff series this Sunday against Brooklyn last night Atlanta and New Orleans playing their way into the playoffs in those play-in games the Hawks over Charlotte 132 to 103 and the Pelicans over the Spurs 113 to 103 in football Josh McDaniels, already a good bet for Coach of the Year in the NFL. He took off from the Pats to the Las Vegas Raiders and currently is the favorite at 12-1 to win the NFL's Coach of the Year award. And in baseball, the Red Sox beat the Tigers 9-7. The Sox will host Minnesota tomorrow afternoon. Also yesterday, the Dodgers over the Twins 7-0 Clayton Kershaw had a perfect game into the 7th when he was pulled after hitting his pitch count of 80. And... In softball news, Laurel, Mississippi police recently arresting Kiara Thomas during an incident at a girls' game. The 32-year-old was upset with a call, so she walked onto the field and punched the umpire. Thomas charged with assault. She's been banned from all recreational facilities in Laurel, Mississippi. The ump is fine, and here's the key. In her mugshot, Kiara Thomas wearing a T-shirt reading, Mother of the Year. That's it for your 102-second sports. Coming up next in his view from the couch, the Cowboys sign a crypto deal. Bax has the details straight ahead on Rock 102.
2: Munson Savings Bank's home equity line of credit can help you tap into the value in your home. You can choose to use your funds to tackle projects or pay expenses and more. Apply online at munsonsavings.bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender.
3: Visit the 99 Restaurants the day after the Red Sox win and
2: 99 Rewards members get a free kids' meal with every adult entree purchased. The 99 Restaurant, the official family restaurant of the Boston Red Sox.
0: Hello, this is Kyle from Bob, Peon Buick, GMC, in Chickabee where you'll love the car you're in and you'll definitely love the deal you get. For great deals and the absolute best service around, log on now at PeonAuto.com.
3: Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey,
0: good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As most of you know, the world around us is changing rapidly with the blinding speed of gazelles. One minute you're buying a cell phone or a microwave oven, the next minute they're outdated and needed to be replaced. For a guy like me, who's naturally limited, these changes can be intimidating, confusing, and frightening all at the same time. I mean, how exactly is a guy supposed to keep up with the Joneses when the Joneses appear to know things that I can't figure out? For example, yesterday the Dallas Cowboys announced that they have become the first NFL franchise to sign a long-term cryptocurrency sponsorship deal. In this particular case, the Cowboys have struck a deal with Blockchain.com, one of the oldest cryptocurrency companies in the world. And while the terms of the agreement have not been publicly released, you should know that blockchain's current value is said to be close to $14 billion. And according to Cowboys owner Jerry Jones, quote, they are bringing Wall Street to Main Street. And that's a touchdown for our millions of global fans. Folks, Jerry Jones is an 80-year-old man who can't figure out how to get his email to work, and yet somebody was able to explain to him how Bitcoin operates? I don't even understand how any of that works, and you're telling me that Jerry Jones has got it all figured out? This is a guy who just a few years ago told the press that he wanted himself some glory hole because he clearly didn't know what he was asking for. Listen, I'm sure Jerry is all about getting new sponsors with deep pockets and earning potential, but I don't think Jerry Jones has any idea what he's got himself into, and that's mostly because most people don't have any idea what he's gotten himself into. And getting Jerry Jones' seal of approval doesn't actually make me want to find out. But hey, another my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Every year for a dozen years, Delmyra at the Ludlow Rockies has gone from Scott's school, as in Scott's lawn care school. The Myra can tell you exactly how to use Scott's 4-Step at every Scott's Lawn Care formula. Good people. Rock Solid Service and Scott's Lawn Care at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Rock 102, rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 713. And the Rolling Stones. Are back Steve and Dave in Rock 102. Going
2: to be mostly cloudy today with a chance of some thunder boom booms.
0: I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that.
2: Well, about. uh... I was told that when I first started. The Thunder Boom Booms was the way to go.
0: Yeah, and you were told that by a total dope. Really? Yeah, and I know that because he used to intern here at the show. Oh, well, I guess he is a
1: dope. (laughs) It's 51 in downtown Springfield. (laughs) And now look at him. Yeah, I know. Um, Uh, The the weather this weekend, um, I guess Saturday maybe not so good. Sunday looks okay for Easter Sunday here, but a little chillier. Now, in Jersey City, it's going to be a little warmer. That's where I'm headed. For my son's wedding this weekend. Ah, like uh, a Jew. I, yeah. I wanted to ask you about this. Yeah, because uh,
0: I mean, I know you're not a Catholic. I know you uh, Protestant. And I, and yeah, I get it, and mm-hmm. I I know that uh, you know all the things that the, the Catholics do. Mm-hmm. Like you know, today happens to be uh, Holy Thursday. Uh, Holy so, Thursday! Yeah, so happy uh, yeah. Holy Thursday to you. Oh,
1: happy Holy Thursday to you. Um, did they realize this was Easter weekend when they scheduled this <sighs> wedding? It's that's the question everybody is asking me, and i I haven't asked yet. I, I don't think. I don't think. No, I think no would yeah. be the the quick answer to that. I, I don't think we care in our family about right. any of that stuff.
0: See, because there's two ways of looking at this. Right. Because I was just thinking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. You're going to this wedding. It's Easter It's Easter weekend. Yeah,
1: but it's a Saturday night wedding, so it's not Easter itself. Well,
0: that, that would interrupt mm-hmm. the Easter vigil. Right. Now, the good the, thing about what, uh, about what, this is... Whatever the hell that is, by the well, way. Well, that's the, the, the night before, uh, okay. before Easter. But <laughs> well, the good news about this is you know that uh, most of the venues are going to probably be wide open, mm-hmm. all right? So you know you'll be able to book a room. Well, the, which we already did but, well in advance. But the better part is yeah. there's going to be an extra number of people who are not going to go, which means...
1: You're saving yourself a bundle. Yeah, hmm. I didn't even think about that. You think that there will be some cancellations of people who RSVP'd? Yes, they
0: tell you, but won't show up. Yeah, because you see what they tell you mm-hmm. on a, like a normal, huh. uh, like in a normal wedding, mm-hmm. is they say expect that as many as ten percent of the people you invite mm-hmm. will not show up. Right now, when my wife and I got married, uh, we in, I think I don't remember which the, wife? number two. <laughs> We didn't. We didn't plan this out. You know, we invited I think like 120 people, and mm-hmm. the final number was 102. Okay, that actually showed up. Ooh, right. very. And, uh, uh, what are the odds? Symbolic. Rock what 102. Are, yeah. What are the odds? <laughs> very good. Right? Yep. Now that was like just before, uh, like or excuse me, just after Valentine's Day. Okay. Same thing. Mm-hmm. We thought, well, maybe people will say, well, uh, hopefully, knock on wood, mm-hmm. not go. Right. Only
1: 10. percent Now I'm wondering if you're going to face the same thing. This weekend. Or maybe more than 10% yeah, because of the Easter weekend. Okay, well, that's an interesting thing to watch. Or, I think, or, I think will they, or will they say they're going to show up right. and not show up again for the three days? All right, so, so I think there have been about 60 or 70 invites sent out, from what I understand. Okay. Okay, so my son Dash and his lovely bride-to-be Val will be exchanging vows in lovely Jersey City. That already sounds lovely. Yeah, and I'll be the best man. I've been working on my speech. That's cool. Got my matching suit that my son requested we wear. What Not color? Black with a black tie and a white shirt. Oh, like Just go. very simple.
0: Now, uh, will you be using any profanity during this speech?
1: I, I think yes, a little bit. Uh, could could but, you uh, reveal which ones? I think I think I will use the word "wise ass" a couple of different times. Oh, that's uh, that's, that's, nice. that's, that's, that's mild. Yeah, well, I know, but like I can't. I mean, there are going be children there. I mean, I can't go overboard. Well, I mean, you
0: could. I mean, it would uh, <sighs> would an f bomb preceding "wise <laughs> ass" be uh,
1: more? I don't know, uh, like like more like a punctuation. I yes, but I don't think I'll do it. Maybe I'll go for the fn I'll, go, I'll say that, but I won't actually say the word.
0: Will you be using any
1: anecdotes that will humiliate your child? Absolutely. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. And maybe others in attendance, including myself, I uh, will say. Okay? So, so it's, it's going to be equal opportunity offense. Is
2: it one of these, uh, like, no bridal parties, just a best man?
1: There's just a the best man, and there is a maid of honor, uh-huh. but not a you know, not a. What do you call the the what, the all of the women that are yeah, the bride no bridesmaids, n- and no, and bridesmaids. yeah, no right. bridesmaids, just one single maid of honor. All right, so, now no, let me ask you this: yes. You've
0: prepared this speech, right? I'm. And gonna,
1: I am in the process of right. preparing it.
0: Yes. Uh, is there a possibility mm-hmm. that you may use one of your hilarious jokes uh, <laughs> during this speech? <laughs> yeah. And somebody, and I don't know who, it yep. could, could be uh, an uncle, could be a uh, your. Your son's future father-in-law, could, whatever it may be, could be Dash's mom. My yes. my
1: first wife.
0: Yeah. yeah okay. D- All saying. right. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And in, in, as you as you are wrapping up the speech, yes, one of these people comes from uh, their table <laughs> and right up to you and smacks you right in the face. Bring it on! I, I hope In a very so. Chris Rock. Uh, Will Smith type of fashion. Yes, I hope so. Because we've discussed before, you yep. got a very punchable face, and I'm just wondering, <laughs> in a situation like this, yep. are you prepared?
1: Yeah, you're right. It's a good point. Maybe I ought to come up there with boxing gloves just in case or something. But um, yeah, I'm I'm ready for
0: that. You could do the, like a rope a dope or a little you know, little bob and weave kind of thing. Talking
2: yeah. trash. You get, and,
1: you get uh, embarrassing things. You're going to talk about uh, your son with a little bit. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. But I mean, I don't think anything humiliating and i think it's stuff that everyone will laugh at including my son and what, as i said i'm going to offend myself what about during the, my comments steve what
2: about these uh this future daughter-in-law you you're on you're on good terms with her oh
1: absolutely she's you fantastic
2: have anything nasty to say about her no, or her family no because no. if you do i can come up with some good insults
1: <laughs> you. would you like you want to write me a few extra ones yeah so if i sense things are going well yeah i could maybe go to your jokes well, oh yeah! Actually, well, you think and about you, it. You pull yeah. out Plan Steve.
0: <laughs> there you go. I mean, right. your Steve has has been a a, yeah. a mobile disc jockey sure. for years. Yes, he's been to dozens and dozens of weddings. You I know, you, you know give, what works.
2: I once had to give a best man speech at a wedding because they didn't. The best man didn't want to do it, and it was up to you. Wow! Uh, this uh, these two, they're, they're great people. Uh, this is going back probably eight years ago or mm-hmm. so. And uh, it was it was Jim and Morgan's wedding. That's who that's who it was, right? Okay. So uh, it was uh, we go we we sit. There. Everybody's you know sitting down there. They do like the introduction into the room and all that stuff, mm-hmm. right? And then all of a sudden, uh, I said, "Well, who's gonna be who's gonna be speaking?" And they're like, "Well, we thought you could say a few a few words." Wow. And I was like, "Wow." Okay. It's like open so mic that, night. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, I uh, Jim and Morgan and I go way back, all the way back to March when we sat down and signed <laughs> this DJ contract to be paid to, to do this. Yeah. And I went on this whole thing and, you know, uh, made fun of some of the people mm-hmm. that were there. And yeah. then, uh, it was a great best man speech. And I wasn't even
0: part of the wedding. Party. Nice. Can you imagine that? Yeah, that was, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. All right. You know what you should do? This would be kind of fun. What do you got, Bax? Do a speech. Yeah. And refer to people who are getting married like you've never met them before. Like they're total strangers. Okay. Like you're making stuff up. Okay. Like talk about your, like mispronounce your son's name. And <laughs> yeah. uh Wait, I like and, it, I like and it. And talk, talk about it. like his bedwetting problem until the age, how old is he, 30? He's
1: 35. All right, mm-hmm. so like, you talk about his bedwetting problem that he had until the
0: age of 28. Right. You talk about that kind of
1: stuff. Yeah. Maybe almost like a almost like a Stefan routine from Saturday Night Live. Yes. This Venue has everything that you want. <laughs> yeah, in a party. Yeah, talk, yeah.
0: yeah t- talk exclusively about the room and forget about the couple getting yes. married inside of it.
1: And wait a minute, wait a minute, is that Tony Danza over there? No, it's just a fat kid on a slip and slide.
0: See, you know? now you're now now you're now you're seeing the light here. I like it. I like the way you're thinking. On you know,
2: backs, just be yourself, Dave. Everything will work <laughs> out just fine. Okay. That is some of the worst
0: advice I've ever I heard. I <laughs> he know.
1: And he knows it too. <laughs> Thank you so much for being my partners in crime. Well, hey, you listen, know what?
0: Listen, we don't we don't want you to embarrass yourself. I mean, this is a very no, important day you in your day's life of in your son's you
2: don't. life. Yeah, Anytime right. I can help ruin somebody else's wedding, I'll be more than willing to do it.
0: Now, is this uh, your son's first marriage? Yes. It is. Yes. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I've been a best man at a second marriage mm-hmm. before. Right. And man, you want to talk about the jokes you could <laughs> tell. I bet, right? Yeah.
1: I, well, that's where the jokes will come in. Against myself. Yes. Because I've been there, done that. Right. So, like like, yeah. the,
0: like, the food at your second uh, reception was yes.
1: leftovers from yes. the first. Yes. I'm gonna Everything
0: make- was defrosted and served everybody else.
1: <laughs> I'm going to make sure to make ample fun of my own idiocy. Because then you can make fun of others more. Well, wait a minute. How much time are they giving you? I don't know. It's a good question. I I'm don't not know. sure you're able to do that. But <laughs> <laughs> which part, <laughs> Which part am I not able to do? To make fun of yourself. You don't think I can make fun of myself? No, I don't. Why would you say that? Because
2: you, you say you can make fun of yourself, but then uh, you do take offense to many things that I've said to you. And Like what, for instance? Um, like your mother looks like Hazel. Like the other day when I called you Grand Dave yes. coming out of the song. <laughs> no,
1: no, and I said, I said that's great. I'll take that, and I'll just call you Blue Humor Steve. And you didn't like that. And But I was, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll be Grandpa. I didn't say I didn't like that. Okay, your face went. White as a sheet?
2: Well, because you because you said, what about all the stories that you bring up? I'm like, you're the guy bringing up the sure, stories. Sure. It's not about, you know, the content of this and I
1: And I wasn't offended. I said, I'll take it. I'll take the grandpa jokes. Are you listening to YouTube bitches right now? Are you listening to this? Because <laughs> yeah. I'm listening to it. I'm going, what the hell's going on here? We're trying to bring back some of the dismissiveness that's been missing from oh, this show no. for a while.
2: No, no, no. <laughs> we don't need to do that. I'll give you $100 yes. if you can record this and you saying mother effer at some point during the speech (laughs) but the full word not the i'll give you a hundred bucks wow okay all right that. Bax is a witness everybody here is a witness listening to yes, this I, you, I will give you hundred dollars <laughs> if you can record
0: yourself at the thing okay saying mother effort all right okay. but but it, you, you have to you have to have yeah. it on video you got to have proof okay and you can't edit it after you've done it <laughs> damn it after you've done it because I right. I know you you're an editing fool <laughs> and you be, and you'd be able to do it seamlessly
1: yeah, all right all right I'll, all I'll right. uh' I'll, I'll, I'll think about it
0: it's uh 723 <laughs> with back Stephen Dave on Rock 102 I don't have a problem with that one.
2: Really? Wow, that's good. Yeah. See, you don't listen to me. I told you I only had a problem with uh, the free other Fallin'. one. Free Fallin', Yeah, you just free get the free one sucks. No,
0: free Fallen's a classic. Free an Fallen
2: is the worst Tom Petty song. That and. Uh, you're so bad. That's another one that sucks from him. I kind of agree with you on that one, by the way. And and I do
1: listen to everything you say. I'm 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 with full but, attention to everything you say. I'm just I, try and
2: goad you on. But I, but, I, but I I had said it was just that Tom Petty song. I know. Yeah. I know. Just and get, then we'll hear that one again in the next <laughs> two hours and fifteen minutes. Just I'm giving sure. you crap, Steve.
0: Hey, uh, Tommy Cross from the uh, Springfield Thunderbirds will be joining us next hour. It's Thunderbird Thursday. Plus, we got a big stack of uh, Thunderbird stuff to give away for Saturday's game against. Uh, Charlotte and Judy Matt from the Spirit of Springfield will be here later on today, With too. food. Yes, she will. Uh,
1: speaking of food, I was telling about my son's wedding in Jersey City this coming weekend, and they have that uh, burger vending machine there in Jersey City. Oh, that's right. So maybe making a little side trip to go check that baby out. You got yeah. take a video of that, too. Yeah. So I have all sorts what you, of. What do you stuff? do if the burger gets stuck in the machine? God, that happens
0: to me all the time at a vending machine. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. you're waiting for it, but then, you know, it rolls out, it gets stuck, and all of a sudden you're banging on the yeah. on the glass, Shit. shaking it. To try
1: and loosen the thing there. I yeah. would be so angry. Yeah.
2: Please tell me your son's marrying a woman named Dorothy, because it would be dash and
1: dot. <laughs> that's a good, that'd be good. Ooh, but yeah. no. there you go. Very Morse I code-like. Like, yeah. That would yeah.
2: Dash and Val. Valor. And then you could do your speech in Morse code and, mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. See? He's I'm got a great you. idea. that's wow. a gra- I'm telling yeah. you, when I was su- uh, spice what? up this party.
1: Hey, that's a good idea. And then I could do the MFR in Morse code and it would count. No, ah. it wouldn't. You'd
2: have to actually say the yeah, word. Yeah, it's got to it. the right from the crowd.
0: Yeah. Got to be verbal. Yeah. That's little it. The polls are everywhere. It's 7:31. News is next. Top with cold
1: foam at Duncan. I'm not only aware of it, I tried it. Whether you're feeling a little salty with our rich and creamy salted caramel cold foam or a little
0: sweet with our smooth with our smooth and velvety sweet cold foam. They've uh, they've got the perfect sips to match your springtime mood. So spring it on with salted caramel cold foam and sweet cold foam at Dunkin'. America runs on Dunkin'. Exclusions and additional charges and terms may apply. Price of participation may vary. It's seven thirty-five. We're back, Stephen, Dave, and Rock one hundred and two. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month, enjoy April shower discount. off installation. Log on to
1: yankeehome.com. It's time for news. Here's Dave Coombs. So, officials from Massachusetts, Connecticut, and Rhode Island teaming up to nab somebody who was out of control yesterday afternoon. An armed suspect tracked across the border of Rhode Island into Connecticut wanted here in the state of Massachusetts. So, Mass State Police confirming yesterday afternoon... This guy's white pickup truck was found at Route 78 near Frontage Road in North Stonington, Connecticut, around 1 o'clock. The suspect identified as Ian Grant, a 36-year-old from Dartmouth, Mass. Special tactics teams from Rhode Island negotiating with the suspect and having to use pepper spray to get him through the truck window and into cuffs. That's a pretty good haul from Dartmouth, all the way out to uh, Connecticut. To North Stonington. Yeah. 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 Good for him for getting that far. Trooper yep. Troopers using a pit maneuver to stop the suspect's vehicle.
0: Pit maneuver is in like uh, they removed all his tires in less than 30 seconds or what? No,
2: they take a peach pit and they throw it out the window and he just scrambles. It's like a Mario Kart where you throw the thing
0: down behind him <laughs> oh, and right, it right. spins out of control. Right. Like,
1: like like the turtle shells. You guys are both so close. A pit maneuver is used when a police car forces a car to spin or stop. So it's a technique that law enforcement uses to stop fleeing vehicles. The acronym PIT, P I T, has several possible meanings. And I'm just, I don't know this. I'm just reading this right now. Mm. Pre- Precision immobilization technique or pursuit intervention technique. Yes. Well, that was going to be my second choice. There you go. Or peach entire. <laughs> and yeah, that could work too. Right. But they actually show the artist's rendering of a pit maneuver in the illustration I'm looking at right now.
0: It would be kind of cool if cops had the ability to stop uh, you know, people on the highway using the same exact techniques you're talking about from Mario Kart. Yeah. You know, like those little cannonballs, the, the turtle shells. Banana peels. Uh, yeah, the banana yeah. peels. Sure. Mm-hmm.
1: The banana in the tailpipe from Beverly Hills Cop.
0: Also that, that greasy black ink.
1: Where did that come from? Which? Which? We were talking about Mario
2: Kart. Where did that come from? Well,
1: the, the you banana and the talking, tailpipe. You're talking about all in the, the potential. Yeah. yeah, right. But
2: that was, uh, what was the thing we were talking about last week? The meat. There was meat in the tailpipe. That too. You could do any number of things sure. in the tailpipe well. to block it off. That's what I thought you were referencing was the meat thing that we did last week. We are talking about cars, right? We're talking about tailpipes? Yeah, but the
1: meat okay. the yeah. meat that we shoved up the tailpipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever get meat shoved up your tailpipe? Not that I can remember. And I don't have video of it. I know you guys are always looking for proof. What about you, Bax? Did you ever have meat shoved up your tailpipe of uh, that Swallow Hollow? I have uh, not, stop Steve. On 91? No. What about you when you were at Gobbler's Knob <laughs> that one time? By the way, the pit maneuver essentially is when the police car pulls up alongside the fleeing vehicle and then uses its front bumper to tap the back side bumper of the car and spin the suspect's car I think you're referring to flap meat maybe It's, (laughs) it's rubbing policing is all about rubbing that one's from days of thunder there you go got that one right two adults And one child injured in a two-car accident, no pit maneuvers here, happened in Springfield yesterday. Springfield Fire Department saying the accident occurred 184 Boston Road. Three people involved in the accident taken to the hospital for serious injuries. Firefighters described the child injured as an adolescent. Photos shared by the fire department showing two vehicles with heavy damage to the front ends. Both vehicles on the side of the road, one close to an apartment complex as well. Could have been more dangerous than it was, I guess. So, to
0: think where on Boston Road? Okay, I know where that is. That's um, near like Denver Street and Broyer Street, not far from the Pizza Royale.
2: Oh, the Pizza Royale—that's right. So you said, I don't know where Denver Street is. And well, that's I uh, know where that
0: other street was you were talking about. You said uh, right up about like four blocks away from uh, Tony's Pizza.
1: Yeah, Tony's gone there pizza, many many, many times. Yeah. Tony's is terrific. So you had two different pizzerias as checkpoints for that story.
0: Yes, well, because nice. you know we didn't live too far away from that uh, mm-hmm. that neighborhood.
1: And both pizzerias worth checking out, by the way.
0: I've never been to Pizza Royale, but a Tony's p- Pizza is mm-hmm. definitely worth uh, worth a shot. Pizza Royale with mm-hmm.
1: cheese. Mm-hmm. It's
0: good stuff. Calzones at Tony's are fantastic. All right, good calzones. Nothing like a good calzone. I love a good calzone. i have like to have a calzone for lunch every day,
2: for every every single day. I like a calzone. Is that the same place I was warming my clothes up in the oven?
0: <laughs> you can't warm your clothes up in the oven. Those, those are 800-degree ovens. Nice
2: and hot and fresh come right out of the oven.
1: all supervised. At least we don't have to worry about follow-off robberies here in this area. The latest in Los Angeles with crime gangs. At least 17 of those gangs in L.A. have been identified as taking part in Follow-off robberies, where they target wealthy victims, who are then tracked and robbed, after they leave expensive shops, hotels, restaurants, Hmm. and nightclubs out in the L.A. area. I was kind of waiting for this to
2: happen. I I, I was just seeing, you know, with the inflation and, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, people... Not being able to afford things, uh-huh. uh, crime always usually increases when when that happens, and we're seeing it every day here. You know, in, sure, in, not only in this state but across the country. And uh, when he, I was like, you know, when are these rich people gonna start getting like targeted for 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 crimes mm-hmm. like regularly, and
1: it sounds like it's here. Yeah, kind of like a Robin Hood kind of situation. Man. I don't think there's anything Robin Hoody about it. Well, they're not robbing from the rich and then giving to the poor. They're, they're robbing, robbing from the rich and keeping it for themselves. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So anyway, police crews now are having to change the way they police in these areas. They follow around the rich people mm-hmm. who are driving expensive cars and wearing expensive jewelry. And
2: can, can you imagine that white people having a problem and then all of a sudden it's an issue? Yes, I know. How come? Uh, how come the police aren't driving around in the uh, in the poorer neighborhoods right? and uh, protecting the people that live there? Good point. You're going to follow them around too. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you suggesting? I'm suggesting that there's a little bit of bias in the way that they police these <laughs> oh, people.
1: God, L- a little bit of extra white privilege going on. In I be- would think so. Beverly Hills, California. So here's an interesting study: daydreaming might be a mental disorder. A new study revealing that some people daydream to such an extreme it interferes with their ability to function in the real world, and researchers say it's kind of like ADHD, but instead it's maladaptive daydreaming, MD. Interesting. These daydreams can last for hours and keep people from paying attention to their work or their classroom studies. So now we've got a word for this. Or um, a phrase, I uh, should That's say.
0: assuming you believe this. Yeah. Well, in which case you would be. A Daydream Believer. Ah.
1: What number is this, Chip? 7A. <laughs>
0: okay, no, I mean, like, don't get excited, man.
2: It's because I'm sure. Is short. this the only version that they use that minute? Yeah, I believe that's, that's the one that's I got. the only version that they have of that song where he's talking it up before. Oh,
5: yeah. I could hide neath
2: the winds of the bluebird as she
5: sings.
1: The six o'clock
2: oh, of
1: uh, it never rings. a ding a ding a ding you know, it's
0: just uh, so sad to me that the only remaining monkey is Mickey Dolans. Yes. That just breaks your heart, doesn't it? Sure. No Peter Tork, no Davy Jones, no Mike Nesmith. Did you interview those guys ever, by the way? Tork and, uh,
1: and Davy Jones. Yes, same here.
2: You know what can it mean
0: to a daydream believer and a homecoming queen
2: You know who wrote this? Neil Diamond. Uh-huh. Mr. Neil Diamond. Uh-huh. There we go. He All also wrote, I'm a believer.
0: Did you know that too? Yeah, I know. He's a... Uh, he, multiple talented He also guy.
2: wrote Red, Red Wine. I bet you didn't know that I either. There I there did. I did know that. He also wrote uh, Forever in Blue Jeans.
0: I knew that as well.
2: He mm. also wrote Cracklin' Rose. Yeah, I remember that one too. He also wrote uh, I Am I Said.
0: Yeah, that's another good one.
2: He also wrote uh, He Ain't Heavy, He's My Brother. That's true as well.
1: Yeah. Okay. You stole my grandpa facts for the day, Steve. I <laughs> <No, Thanks> hey, <laughs> you know, that's what I said. I got to get into the minds of you two. I see what you're doing over mm-hmm. there. Coming up next... We might have a face-off between Nagel and Alexa. Stay tuned. Is it going to be the Charleston? Are we going to do that? Well, (laughs) if you're willing to dance around. I can. Now hear this coming up on Rock 102.
0: Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7.50 and Black Sabbath on Rock 102. It's going to be uh, cloudy today.
2: You could see a chance of some thunder boom booms. A high of 80. What? What's wrong with that? Thunder boom booms. You're yeah. a
0: grown ass man. It's, 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 they're thunderstorms. Grown ass man. I ain't no grown ass man. You're about yeah. as grown ass as you're ever going to get. I'm a giant child.
2: Uh, it is uh, fifty <laughs> Flavin in downtown Springfield.
0: Ever miss uh, the Back Stephen Dave show? You can check out uh, the daily podcast on Rock102.com. It's also available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, what have you. You can also check out Backseat's musical podcast. This week, uh, Will Sargent from Echo and the Bunnymen is my guest uh, this week. I got a couple of really good ones coming up uh, next week and the week after. Uh, I don't want to tell you who it is yet, but they're big ones, and I'm pretty excited about it. But again, you'll be able to check all of that stuff out by subscribing and going to (laughs) rock102.com.
3: Now, hear this. Now, hear this. I'm sorry to hear that. Neck hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. Now, hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning.
1: Clip number one from The Price is Right, where a contestant had a voice that was so impressive, Drew Carey wanted to give him a job all five numbers right. I love your voice by the way. George, you better watch out. It's a new car real quick, just like an announcer. It's a new Kia Forte LXS! Yeah. Robert Devon, who's our next contestant on The Price is Right? Julie
3: Space. Come on
1: down! So, Robert Devon, wow. the contestant, could get the gig as the announcer. Who knows? He's like that uh, that homeless guy, Ted Williams from a few years ago. I remember that. From Ohio, I think, right? Yeah, he had yeah. this
0: big booming voice.
1: Mm-hmm. And Hadn't lived
0: anywhere specific for quite a while. <laughs> that's a good way of putting it. What's the guy's name? Which guy? The,
2: the, the Ro- contestant. Robert DuVon. I think it said. Oh, that's too much like Robert Duvall. Yeah. DuVon. DuVon. Yeah, I don't know if Robert Duvall does a lot of voice work. I just want to see uh, what this guy looks like is right. Uh, yeah, I can't, I, I can't find it anywhere. Okay. Well, well there you go. Something
1: you can search up. Either was, way, pretty cool voice, though. Mm-hmm.
2: I was just waiting to see if uh, Mayor LaChapelle from East Hampton said, you don't sound uh, like what your color is. <laughs> you don't she sound said that way. She's the one who said it. Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, in case you missed that local story, we'll get to that again next hour. So, Alexa's telling Easter jokes now. How about a little Alexa versus Nagel Easter joke face-off? Oh, sure. Let's do it. All right. Here comes Alexa first. Mm-hmm. What's the
4: Easter Bunny's favorite kind of music? Hippity Hippity hop. Mm. Ah, yeah, that's hilarious stuff.
2: Nagel. All right, Steve. Uh what kind of training did Jesus do for his Easter weekend? <laughs> I don't know. CrossFit. Get ah, yeah, ah, booyah. Yeah.
1: Alright, so that's Nagel one. Alexa nothing so far. Here's joke number two.
4: Why did the baby chick cross the road? To meet up with her peeps.
2: There you go. Hmm. Why is Easter an Alzheimer's patient's favorite <laughs> favorite holiday? I don't know. They get to hide their own eggs. Hey! You get it? Because then they forget about gotcha. them and then they have
1: to go get them again. You got to get one there. Nagel 2, Alexa, nothing. Yep.
4: Did you hear about the dirty Easter egg hunt? It was hosted by the Dust Bunny.
1: Yeah.
2: I, uh, Jesus, man. I mean, she's going to work on her material. I saw Jesus last week at the
1: barbershop. You yeah. did? Yeah, he came in to get his nails done.
3: <laughs> yeah! yeah.
1: Three zip, three zip, an an insurmountable lead at this point. Maybe Alexa can salvage, (laughs) maybe just a little bit of um, pride in her last joke. What
4: is the Easter Bunny's favorite restaurant? IHOP.
2: Again, more crickets on that one. Mm, I don't know. Uh, Jesus walks into a hotel and he walks up to the desk and he throws uh, three nails down on the counter and says, Hey, can you put me up
0: for the night? God. (laughs) (laughs) On Holy Thursday...
1: And and you guys are Catholics, too. Yeah, 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 laps Laps Catholics. Clip number three, Charles Barkley on TNT last night inside the NBA talking about the upcoming Celtics-Nets series.
4: Here he is. They can't beat the Celtics. And let me tell you something. That boy, Marcus Smart, that's a different animal because he is arguably the best guard defender in the league. And Brown and Tatum, Got to play great. They, 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 they And they're going to play great.
1: Charles Barkley predicting a Celtics victory over the Nets in round one of the playoffs. It's hard to argue with them. The Celtics are playing great right now. Yeah. Is, is that a good thing, though, when, when Barkley is on your side? He's not as stupid as he sounds. He's real, yes, he's not as dumb as he seems. Hmm. He's actually a pretty intelligent guy. All right. And then, by the way, that was Shaq's voice at the end there in between, in case you're wondering, on the set of the... NBA tonight. There you go. TNT. We do have the full 102 second sports coming up on Rock 102.
3: Oh, Bax's view from the couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you know, tomorrow afternoon is the Red Sox home opener at fan-friendly Fenway Park against the Minnesota Twins. After winning only half of their season opening road games, not including their opening day postponement against the Yankees, it's officially time to cut the crap and get home. And while Fenway Park has been sitting on Lansdowne Street for the last 110 years, there are some upgrades to the old place that you might want to be aware of before you show up. For example, you should be aware that to reduce deadly carbon emissions, the ballpark, which as you know, just sits a few dozen yards away from a highly congested Massachusetts turnpike, will be going green and cashless this season as a way of transforming a building that once housed the most unsanitary bathroom facilities in baseball. Thanks to the more than $400 million in improvements, you'll be able to enjoy changes to the concession areas, which include touchscreen ordering in conveniently placed locations. You may also order from the convenience of your own seat. They've even added a few new food items to the menu that'll make your peanuts and Cracker Jack look like something that only old people would munch on. Now fans can enjoy the Fenway fluff and Butter fries, or the jalapeno chino crusted uh, Fenway Franks, and the mouth-watering Platanos Maduros which is the delightful snack of deep-fried sweetened plantains. Now, doesn't that sound delicious? Personally, I was more than satisfied with a couple of Fenway Franks that have been soaking in the same natural juices they've been sitting in since Bob Stanley's rookie year. Since it's nice to know the Red Sox are looking into the environmentally conscious mindset, but... Unless you're going to add a screw top lid and a giant filtration system with a high-end air purifier, you're still going to be sitting largely outside in the middle of Boston in the middle of summer. And that can't be healthy for anybody, no matter how many deep-fried plantains I order. But hey, enough of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Clark and Kensington is the house brand paint for Rocky's Ace Hardware. Paint and primer all in one. Does it actually work? You bet it does. Works great. Saves lots of time and money, too. Got a painting project? Get Clark and Kensington today. The house brand paint at your neighborhood Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Springfield's classic Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.09 in Guns N' Roses with back and Dave
1: and Dave in Rock 102. Guns and Roses are going to have thunderstorms later, too. About an 85% chance. Most of it like 4, 5, six o'clock this evening. Probably highs in the high 70s today.
0: Uh, yeah. Hey, it is a Thunderbird Thursday. We'll uh, give away some uh, tickets in a little bit. But on the phone that's right now, it's uh, defenseman Tommy Cross. How are you doing, Tommy?
1: Hey, I'm doing well,
6: guys. How are you? All right.
0: Good. Good uh probably better than you guys have been doing four losses in a row what's uh what's going on with that
6: yeah i know i know bit of a skid here uh we had a road trip last weekend to syracuse and then hershey and um you know did some good things in small segments i guess you could say but didn't get any good uh, results so and then last night uh you know wasn't our best game but i don't know i think. Uh, you know, good. You know, small stretches like this can be good in the long run, but we're looking to kind of steady the ship. We got two big games coming at us this weekend, so I think we're we're hungry to turn things around.
1: Yeah, Charlotte Checkers both tomorrow night and Saturday night at the Mass Mutual Center, and then uh, I don't know if you saw the announcement about the Winter Classic game coming back to Fenway uh, with uh, the Bruins taking on the Penguins in January of 2023. Have I know the AHL has done this because I know Syracuse did it. Have you played in any of these outdoor games?
6: Yeah, actually, uh, during my college career, I played two uh, two outdoor games at Fenway Park. Uh, the first one would have been in 2010, and and that's when I think the winter the outdoor games were just starting to gain big traction. Uh, the Bruins actually played; I think they played Philly at Fenway. I think Marco Sturm had the winning goal. But anyways, we played at BU shortly thereafter. It was sold out. It was incredible. And then uh, my senior year, we played Northeastern. Um, at Fenway as well
0: wouldn't you, wouldn't you rather be in a nice toasty indoor arena <laughs> surrounded by warm embracing ice than being outside in the cold at a Fenway park
6: <laughs> well I don't know I think we play in those big uh those big empty arenas a lot so I think to get in outside I mean I remember the atmosphere at Fenway for the 2010 game was incredible yeah. and uh I don't know, the pictures and the, um, you know, we had some cool logos on our jerseys with the baseball theme. And um, actually it ties in yesterday. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but uh, Boston college coach Jerry York announced his retirement after uh, 50 years of coaching in college hockey. So yeah. I want to, I want to ask you,
0: I want to ask you about that. Cause I mean, here's a guy who's retiring. At seventy six years old, I mean, you know, to me, I wouldn't want to do anything I enjoy at seventy six years old. I, I never mind keep working, but uh, tell us about him.
1: And you won what? You won NCAA championships how many times in what years under him?
6: Uh, two thousand ten and two thousand twelve. Nice. Um, yeah, he just. Uh, I mean, it's hard to you know explain or express, but I mean, just an incredible career. Um, obviously, he's already in the Hockey Hall of Fame, but. The impact uh that he had on us student athletes at school even just from recruiting us to getting us on campus and developing us as people but he uh i mean what a long what a long run too! like his his positive attitude and energy uh never wavered and that's kind of the most impressive part after you know he was at bc for 28 years i think and um just uh, can't say enough good things about the culture he created and the impact he had on all of us.
0: This is Tommy Cross, the uh, the Springfield Thunderbirds. I, I don't you can tell me uh, or, or not, but I would assume that at that time, Boston College was not the only team or the only school that was recruiting you at the time. What what made it about Boston College and specifically working, uh, you, learning under him that made you make that decision?
6: Yeah, I was at the uh, 2001 national championship game uh, in Albany when Chris Colano scored the overtime winner against North Dakota, and uh, you know I was a you know ten year old kid, and I remember watching. And then the next year, Nesson did a show about BC hockey. It was a season inside BC hockey, and I fell in love with the program and and, and Coach York and the you know the jerseys and the bean pot. So um, I talked to other schools, but for me, you know, as soon as Boston College was interested, it was a done deal. So That was a that was a dream come true to go to school there and play for Coach York and, you know, yesterday was definitely a bit of a sad day seeing that he retired. Um, But he's a legend of the game and I'm thankful to have been a small part of his career.
1: Hey, one NHL game. I don't know if you saw this. Had to be suspended. Seattle Kraken, Winnipeg Jets. The big winter storm that swept through southern Manitoba. I'm a nervous flyer. You know, some of this bad weather occurs during the wintertime. Have you ever had any really bad flights during the wintertime traveling around?
6: Uh, I don't know if I have. I've, I've been in a few rainstorms, but, you know, not not as much the snowstorms or the wind. Um, but yet again, I'm a career minor leaguer, so I spend most of my time on buses. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but even even a bus on a highway that's in the middle of a, of a, of a whiteout is pretty, uh, pretty harrowing.
6: Yeah, we've had some long treks, uh, you know, just you know, five-hour trips that have turned into 10- or 12-hour trips just because it's slow-moving, but I guess it's all part of it, and when you're playing cards in the back of the bus, it seems to go by pretty quick.
1: And do you have regular movies that you guys watch on the bus as well?
6: Well, that's a hot-button topic. Uh, Our TVs uh, were malfunctioning for a bit of the season, and then... um, then some of the younger younger guys were in charge of bringing some movies, and, and uh, the movies weren't great, but then <laughs> they didn't bring any movies to start, but then the movies weren't up to snuff the, the middle part of the year, and now that we're at the end of the year, um, I don't know. I almost feel like we lost momentum, so we've just got our card games going, and okay. some guys are doing other stuff. So no, no, no movies right now, which if it was up to me, we'd be playing the classics, but some of the guys haven't even heard of the classics.
0: <laughs> They've heard of Slapshot, right?
6: They have. I mean, that'd be the number one one you know movie I'd bring. But even like Happy Gilmore, or even some of the funny movies. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of them, but a lot of good bus movies.
1: Gotcha.
0: So um, with uh, with a four game skid uh and you guys have already clinched a playoff berth at this point do you do you feel like with with well, i think it's like eight games left in the schedule that you get time to turn things around or are you concerned about the fact that uh, you've had this uh this little skid here
6: no i think we have a, we have a good feeling that you know there's time to turn things around but not even that that's not even our approach i think it's you know, I think once playoffs start, it's obviously everything is results-driven, but right now we're, we're, we're pretty focused on the process. And, you know, obviously the last 12 periods haven't been our best, but I'd say there's four or five periods in those 12 that, you know, we're happy with our performance. So I think it's it's just identifying where we got off track and then, you know, trying to uh, be more consistent with our, you know, with our level of play. So, so it's just uh, refining our game and, and finding our groove um, at the right time. And, and like I said, sometimes, you know you don't you don't uh, evaluate yourself properly when you're getting results so uh, you know maybe this, the fact that we're not uh, not not getting the points right now its it's, uh, it's good for us to look in the mirror and, and refine some things before you know things get you know real important come playoffs. so I mean we definitely got to get some confidence going and, and get some uh, get some wins and feel good but um, you know that all comes with just focusing on you know what we need to improve and focusing on the process so I think we'll be all right and we'll right. get our confidence back.
2: All right, Tommy, I'll make you feel good. I got another joke for you. Are you ready? Oh, jeez. Right. This is a long one, all right? Okay. So, you're going to have to you have to bear with me for a second. Two kids are long playing Two two kids are playing hockey on a pond outside of Toronto when a big vicious Rottweiler comes up and attacks one of the kids and starts ripping his skin off and doing all his nasty things. And another kid takes his stick and slams it down on the back of the dog's neck, instantly killing the dog. And then a reporter just happens to be there watching this whole thing. He rushes over to talk to the kid. He writes down this headline, Young Leafs fan heroically saves another child. And then the kid kid sees that and tells the reporter, uh, I'm not a Leafs fan. And the reporter says, oh, we're in Toronto, so I just assumed you were. Who do you root for then? And the kid says, the Canadiens. So the reporter writes down a new headline, Little French bastard kills beloved family pet. Mm. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: there you go. You like that you one, Tommy. He ah! ah! He loves yeah. it, Steve. <laughs> I, I like
2: yeah. that
0: one. I like that one. <laughs> All right,
2: see? I, I got I got him to laugh a little bit. there Tell, you I, go.
0: tell yeah. it on the bus ride. All right, Tommy, go. we will uh we'll talk to you next week. We appreciate the time today and get uh, get cracking.
6: Sounds good. Thanks guys. Have a good weekend. You too. Yeah. All right, there
0: you go. Hey, it is a uh, Thunderbird Thursday. We have uh, a prize pack to give away. Right now, four seats on the glass for Saturday's game against the Charlotte Checkers, four vouchers, good for uh, free hot dogs and soda. Plus, you get the four hats and the four koozies. Tenth caller right now at 293-1021 wins all of that stuff. Good luck to you on Rock 102. This spring, Rock 102 celebrates the morning is this. This is Mark Little. Mark, congratulations. You're the 10th caller.
5: Fantastic.
2: You, yeah, you're, you're going to go see the game yeah, you behind the, the glass. That's it.
0: That uh, This Saturday is Charlotte. you big, uh, big hockey fan?
5: Yeah, definitely a big hockey fan.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, congratulations. You've won not only four tickets on the glass, you also win the four hats, the four koozies, and uh, four vouchers for a free hot dog and soda. Do you have three friends? I'm going to have to find them quick. <laughs> yeah, you got time. You got till Saturday. Hey, hey Mark, how do you know a leper is playing ice
2: hockey? Uh is it a tip-off? No, it's a face-off in the corner. Yeah, but the tip-off
0: could go either way. A gotcha. well, tip-off's
2: a basketball thing, isn't it? Or is yeah, a tip-off sure. a hockey thing?
0: That's <laughs> sorry, we're gonna have to take away your prize. All right, Mark, stay in oh, the stay in the line. We're gonna get all your information in a second. Sounds
3: good. Thanks. Steve and Dave in the morning. Dave in the morning. On Rock 102-102. 832. <laughs>
0: Back Stephen Dave on Rock One O two. It's Time for News brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs.
1: So if you're gonna embezzle money from a local company, you might want to stop before you get to one point four million dollars worth of embezzlement. The former comptroller of a Chicobee metal stamping company yesterday pleading guilty in U.S. District Court in Springfield to eight counts of bank fraud. Two counts of mail fraud and three counts of filing a false tax return. 36-year-old Gerald Burke of West Springfield in a whole heap of trouble. I would
0: think that when you start embezzling, like the first couple of days, mm-hmm. you're thinking, eh, I think, I think this is pretty easy. I can get away with this. Sure. But then you kind of it kind of becomes like an addictive sure. uh, behavior where you think, if I can get away with it now, I should be able to get away with it for the next
1: several years. Well, and that's what he tried to do. He started back in 2011. Investigators learning that he was in his position position as comptroller, authorizing additional payroll payments to himself, for instance, and then writing checks to himself and his credit card company from the company account. It all started seven years ago, and he could face up to 30 years in prison on just the bank fraud charge alone. Another 20 years on the charge of mail fraud. Three more years in prison for filing a false tax return, and on top of it all, he's got to pay back the 1.4 million, and faces fines up to a million and a half dollars as well. He's
0: this, in the hole for quite a bit of money. This might be the reason why none of us are in charge of the money in this place.
1: Mm. You think we'd be embezzling?
0: Oh yeah, and no, I, 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 I'm, I'm not going to name names, but I think at least one of you is capable of doing that. <laughs>
1: He's not pointing at either one of us, if folks, in case you're no, watching. No, listen, I don't want to specify. I know.
0: You're very good about let that. The, let the let let the the people figure that out. Let the investigation figure that out mm-hmm. on their own.
2: Well, that guy will be ordering his furniture from Aaron's now.
0: <laughs>
2: That's right.
1: <laughs> a weekly basis. That's it. And getting tools at a certain hardware store, I'm go. sure, too. So here's another story that just hit MassLive.com earlier this morning. A gun sale in an IHOP parking lot. 34-year-old Jacob Linares pulling a pistol wrapped in a handkerchief out of a bag in his pickup truck floor. But what he didn't know was the man he and his wife had been chatting with via text was an undercover agent. Oh, jeez. Hate when that happens. The 34-year-old Barnstable man was sentenced earlier this week after selling four ghost guns to an undercover agent. And again, the location of the sale, an IHOP parking lot.
2: Well, if you're going to do your uh, arms and drugs
0: deal, IHOP is the place to be. Now, let me ask you this: mm-hmm. because it's an IHOP, if you bring a gun and there's a gun sale in the parking lot, mm-hmm. does this be is this then considered an international crime? Yes, you'll be uh, prosecuted under world laws instead I mean, of just federal laws. Is there extradition uh, if you commit a crime at an IHOP? Yeah, they. Does send, anybody know this? They send know. you. They send you over
1: to Denny's. Which is like a whole different world yeah. over there. Mm-hmm. By the way, there's photographs of the guy trying to conduct his gun sale. He's wearing a Patriots jersey. <laughs> I love that part. Well, that's good. Yeah.
0: That's good. He's you want a to, fan, right? I mean, he's a fan, but he wants to blend right in.
2: I'm, well, who was the guy they were just talking about on the uh, on the news with uh, Galooney? Was that the serial rapist? Yes, that was, was the, the rapist. G- and the guy had a shirt on. They're showing a picture of the guy and it's a it's a it's it's a McDonald's shirt and it says menu hacks menu hacks menu hacks. You I'm... imagine like you know uh yeah the guy's a scumbag. He's uh, accused of uh, raping many women. Right. But when you get caught like do do you want to be in your McDonald's menu hack shirt? I,
0: I actually think it doesn't really. I don't. I don't know it affects him in the least. But if you own like a McDonald's, you're probably going. Oh my god! Please don't do this. I know, but I'm just or, or any or any business. Yeah, it could be any T-shirt from any business. Like, oh my gosh, she's wearing a T-shirt from Target. Oh I, gosh. I just
2: find it odd the choice of clothing these criminals wear sure. when they get you know pulled over. Yeah, you always see like a drunk driver. Like you know, they do the ones in Florida on the smoking gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the guy's wearing a like a shirt that says, uh, no, officer, I'm not brunk. You know, like or, some, or something.
1: It's, and then and,
0: and the guy is like, he's he's loading. Well, didn't yeah. you do a story this morning about some woman who got arrested
1: and wearing a T-shirt that said mother of the year? I did. Yeah, she, yeah. She, was, she was the woman that ran onto a softball field and punched the umpire because she was there upset at one of the calls. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Patriots jersey that this guy was wearing, by the way, number 17. And I was doing a little research and there's an article here at 247sports.com, and it's titled, A Rundown of New England Patriots Cursed Number 17. And it's nobody that any of us knows, really. And all the players that have worn number 17 for the Patriots have been ne'er-do-wells or guys who didn't perform up to their capabilities. So I wonder if he chose that on purpose.
0: Or maybe he just felt 17's his lucky number.
2: I guess. Who was, uh, was the murderer? It was Who uh, was the murderer? The Patriots.
1: Oh, Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez. It wasn't an Aaron Hernandez. No, he was 80-something, a tight end. See, that would have made more sense. Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah, because you want to
0: emulate that guy as much as possible.
1: In other news, East Hampton Mayor Nicole LaChapelle in trouble. She's apologized after making a racially insensitive remark to members of the East Hampton High School award-winning civics competition team. This happened last week. What'd she say? According to a school committee member... She said, quote, that one particular student didn't have a white voice, and this particular student was a student of color. <sighs> okay, did, did she say it to the person, or she said it to the school committee member? She said it to the person, to the actual student. To the actual student. Yeah. She says, Ms. La, La Chapelle is saying that, she intended to motivate students of color with her comments, but it had the opposite effect.
0: Yeah. And she probably motivated this uh this young student to contact the press and the police. hmm Yeah, you should. Good should've. motivating good motivating tool. See
2: so if I was the kid I would have been like, uh yeah, well you you don't look like uh what you should look like <laughs> from far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. With a f- wow. with a with a fancy French name like that, you think you'd be pretty. What a oh Jesus. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what the kid should have said. Yeah, I
0: know, mm-hmm. I know. But what a dopey thing to say. Not from you. I'm her. I mean yours is kind of dopey yeah, well, too, but, mine's dopey too. Yeah, I know, but 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 that's well, I'm not a uh, mayor, you wouldn't have either. said this had it not been for her, so she's the one who starts things off with a dopiness.
1: Couple of different incidents in Springfield, a city man charged with killing another man who is a resident of a nearby city. Jerry Ramos of Springfield is 26. He was arrested about 8.30 yesterday morning on a warrant charging him with the murder of a 29-year-old resident, Jorge Rivera Ortiz, also of Springfield. This all according to Ryan Walsh, the Springfield police spokesman. This happened Wednesday... And the suspect had a warrant charging him with the murder, also carrying a loaded firearm without a license and armed robbery with a firearm as well. The victim, Mr. Riviera Ortiz, was found dead at about 5 o'clock in the morning, January 27th, in a car parked near the intersection of Pinevale and Essex Streets in the Indian Orchard section of the city. Imagine the tow fee on that vehicle. Not cheap. Not cheap cheap at all. And another incident in Springfield yesterday, two adults and a child injured in a two-car accident. The Springfield Fire Department saying the accident occurred near 184 Boston Road. Three people involved in the accident taken to the hospital for serious injuries. Firefighters describing the child injured as an adolescent. (coughs) Adolescent, excuse me, photos shared by the fire department showing two vehicles with heavy damage to the front ends. Both vehicles were on the side of the road with one very close to an apartment complex. At the 184 Boston Road address. And Nationwide Insurance recently held a national wacky pet names contest. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Top dog names, Dr. Potato Head, Macho Dog Randy Savage. Actually, mm-hmm. I like that name. Motley Chew and Rutro. Rutro. Mm-hmm. Motley Chew, my dog's Tommy Lee. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know what? Yeah. Yeah, you would be
1: right about that. Yeah. Dude. Get the two of them together. Top cat names, Pickles McButter Pants, the Muffin Slayer. That was the winner. Okay. Followed by Boba Pet. Oh, that's actually pretty, pretty mm. good right there. Crunch Cat Supreme. Mm-hmm. Lady Catra Meowington and Linda from Human Resources. All right, that's the best name.
0: <laughs> I think so. We've had. I think so. That's the best Linda name of the whole from list. Human resources. There you go. Uh,
1: I don't know about that. What
0: I about, like that name. I get Barry
1: McAcuter. That would be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right. That, yeah. Well, th- that would have to be a male, <laughs> I would think. Although
0: these days, who knows? Who knows, man? Right? It, it can go either way. Why? Why should we be so specific in
1: our gender roles? It's. 842 with back Stephen Daver and Dave on Rock 102. And we've got a guest coming up next, right? Yes,
0: Judy Matt from the Spirit of Springfield will be here. Talk about uh, a fundraiser that uh, they're doing. It's a pretty good one. We'll be talking to her in just a few minutes on Rock
1: 102. Looking for Ron? If you're looking for... Uh, so quick correction on my part to the story about the criminal selling ghost guns from the parking lot of the IHOP out on the Cape. I said he was wearing the Patriots jersey when he was apprehended, and Mm -hmm. it was number 17. It wasn't. It wasn't a one. It was an eight. So it was a Gronk jersey. Ah, How about that? There
0: you go. Well, there you go. Hey, uh, in the studio with us right now, it is always a sheer delight to welcome back. (laughs) judy matt from the spirit of springfield it's good to have you but the pancake breakfast is already here it's almost no, it, here. it's
4: over we missed it oh, <laughs> oh man yeah. It, yeah. It, hell, we cool. did it the week after well let's start promoting it for next year
0: <laughs> 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 actually the reason you're here is actually something pretty special yep. uh tell us about what uh, what you're doing because i think this is a, a really great idea
4: well um at Bright Nights, we had this series of books for children, uh, and the third book was Little Frog and the Bright Nights. It's always a character that's in Bright Nights. So we were looking for an illustrator, and we got the names of several people, and all we did was look at their work, and we selected the one uh, by Max Stazic. Anyway, last year when we went to pay him what we owed him in October of last year, you know, because these were for last year's Bright Nights, uh, we found that he was from Ukraine. We had no way of knowing because we were doing everything online. Well, when all the the tragedy that's been happening has occurred, we contacted him to see if we could do something to help he and his family. And uh, to make a long story short, the book, which is called Little Frog in the Bright Lights, is just a little children's book. And, and um, we decided to sell them. And we have sold, in like a week and a half, we've sold uh, almost 700 of them for $10 each. Wow. That is exactly... The, What we sold them for and all the proceeds are going to max and his family and uh within the last maybe less than a week we've been able to get him um uh just under five thousand dollars we keep sending it out to him and we were sending it in small increments because we wanted to be sure he was going to get it and a little plug for um PayPal, who's doing all the transfers for us. They're not charging any fees on anything going to Ukraine, nor is American Express. Any money is going to help people in Ukraine. So anyway, um, all I'm trying to do is to push the book. And um, every single penny goes to the people in Ukraine. And we've met the people. So it's become very personal. And I was on a Zoom with them yesterday with the wife, who is now um, immigrated to Italy because of the bombing in their town. And um where he lives, where they where their home was, um, um, Max has let two other families in his house whose homes were bombed, so he needs they have lost their source of revenue, so he is funding them and he is trying to pay for his wife, and it was just heartbreaking talking to them. But since we started this last, you know, uh, a little over maybe 10 days ago, um, people have not only bought the books but then they've sent the message on to other people mm-hmm. so um i was just saying that uh clemson university bought 22 yesterday 22 books and they're in huh. south carolina mm-hmm. um saratoga california oh, so we sold one too and um someone in Sunapee, new hampshire hudson ohio they're in Colorado, wow. Las mm-hmm. Vegas, Nevada, and it goes on and on and on. It's because we ask people to share this with their friends, and so that's why we have 50,000 people in our email list.
0: And you, and you were telling us before we went on the air yeah. that everybody involved in, in publishing this book, Tiger Press here in Islam, for example, and, and, and a bunch of others, they've yeah. all been a part of yes. the effort to make this as, as, uh, as financially productive for, for Max and his family as they can possibly make it.
4: Yeah. So we're just uh, very grateful for the people helping out, and it's the only way we could do something. So if if you want to have a spare ten dollars, or even if it isn't a spare ten dollars, uh, go to our website spiritofspringfield.org and it says Max a book uh, Max's book, and um, we'll send you the book the next day. We're taking nice. them online, uh, the orders online, and every book that's been ordered has gone out. We send them out every single day, so it's a good thing. Yeah, it's, it's a, a
0: it, and it's a it's a it's a real cute little book, and uh, I mean it's it, it's. Yeah, you know, I mean everything you hear about this situation in, in Ukraine is 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 heartbreaking and maddening at the same time, and it's it's nice to see that uh, that uh, you, know, you know Max is going to get some some help from his family and and for the people that are staying with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Anything we can do? To yeah, help. you know
0: it's uh, it's always
2: disheartening to hear these stories because you know. Th- Life over there was very much like it is here, and then all of a sudden you start getting bombed out. Like I can't even imagine having to pick up all my belongings and flee my home area because it's inhabitable Inhabitable because somebody keeps bombing the yeah. crap out of well, it. Yeah, like I mean, a couple
0: of weeks ago, we had Paul yeah. Koza from V1 uh, here, and he was over in, in Poland just Damn. beyond the border because um, his distillery is like two hours from yeah. the border and you know we've talked to him now a couple of times and the stories he's telling us about you know what people were dealing with there just, i mean they're they're horrific so i mean it, th- this is a wonderful idea mm-hmm. and, uh, and and people should definitely order it again you said uh, on the spiritofspringfield.org website yeah yeah yeah
2: uh, spiritofspringfield.org and uh, you know i'm going to buy a couple of these right now how about that
4: Good. thank you
0: uh you also
4: th- I'll buy two Tuned. Actually, I'll
2: buy one. You know what? I'll and then I'll you. give you the other ten bucks for the for the,
0: the cause. Thanks. Thank you. You got the. Uh, you do have the pancake breakfast coming up uh, pretty yeah. soon.
4: Will you be it's, selling them guess there? What it's, uh, I would love to sell them there. I hope we we're out of them by then, and we'll reorder if we're. But uh, let's hope it's let's hope it's a month from today. The pancake breakfast. Well, I was just, I was just saying so that on yeah. the website. A month from today. God, I I would like to hope that this is over by then, but. Chances mm. are it's not going to be. And, yeah. it,
2: and in a month from tomorrow is when Bright Night starts, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's where the setup starts. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
4: <laughs> Thanks for mentioning that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to do another book. As a matter of fact, we are working another book, and Max is going to illustrate the next book, too. We asked him if he still wanted to do it, and he said, I need the money. Mm. Wow. So we don't even have the copy yet, but we're advancing the money on the book because they just they're in desperate need.
2: Well, we'll put this link up on our on our Facebook page and our website and uh, spread the word. And uh, if you want to buy it, Little Frog and the Bright Lights, yep. right
0: here on the uh, Spirit of Springfield website. Yep. Judy Matt from Spirit of Springfield, it's great to see you. Thank you. Absolutely. It's uh, 8.56. We're back.